following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. is the Star Physical Therapy Leadoff Show on the Aggie Sports Network. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Welcome into the Star Physical Therapy Leadoff Show. Star Physical Therapy where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Today, the Aggies on the road in a best-of-three series against the Class 5A Area 3 champions, the 23-7 Headland Rams. The Aggies 19-8 coming into the second round of the postseason. Jeremy Long joined by Caden Davidson today, three hours away from the Walt in front of what will be a rowdy crowd here in Headland, Alabama. Again, the Star Physical Therapy leadoff show, Star Physical therapy where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. The Aggies swept the Alberta Warriors last Friday night in two games, a one nothing victory in game one, a 4-2 to two victory in game number two to propel the Aggies to the second round for the first time since 2019. But today playing a much different animal in the Headland Rams. Again, 23-7 and on the year. A Class 5A semifinal team from last year falling just short to hopeful of reaching the state finals. Caden, the Aggies are going to have their hands full this weekend. Yeah, the Aggies are definitely going to have their hands full this weekend, Jeremy. Last weekend we were able to get it done. Didn't get many runs across, but the pitching was able to handle things nicely for us last weekend. But coming into this weekend you got to feel like the bats have got to give us more this week in order to get things done here in the second round at Alberta. First first game, they're going to have Jake Johnson on the mound, a tall righty coming in high 80s, mid to high 80s, and also able to throw from the left side, bringing it a low 80s fastball, good breaking ball. So it'll be tough here for the Aggies. Need to come, ready, show up. Hopefully had a good night's rest last night at the hotel and come ready to play today. Got Tony Landers on the game on the mound, game one. Excited to see him. He's been good for the Aggies all year. Yeah, let's look back to last week's series before we move forward in the Star Physical Therapy leadoff show. The Aggies fought and clawed for 14 innings. Did not have much separation when it came to quality at bats and runs across the plate. A one nothing victory, a 4-2 victory. The bats weren't necessarily there, but two magnificent outings for Tony Landers and Christian Walker. They gave up two runs in 14 innings to propel the Aggies to the second round. We know that the Aggie pitching staff is going to have to be their best today, but you look back at the bats. The Aggies must have more production at the plate. Not only quality at bats, they have to be better with runners in scoring position. Overall, they just have to be better this series on the offensive side of the ball. Absolutely. Like you said, Christian Walker, Tony Landers, they've been big all year on the mound. They've been able to really keep Aggies in ball games, keep the games low score, and let the defense work behind them. But the big thing this weekend is the hitters. Got to get things going. We had runners in scoring position last week, Jeremy. We just weren't able to get things going at the right time. 1-0 ball game, 4-2 ball game. We've got to get runs going early in this game. Get out to a good start. Don't wait until the later innings to get things started. 
come out, make a punch early, and be ready to play baseball. That's key for today. We made the trip down earlier today. The Aggies made the trip down last night. We're able to stay overnight where they didn't have a major travel day um, coming into this series. So the Aggies should be fresh legs, bright-eyed, and bushy-tailed ready for this series. Also, the pregame meal brought to you by Milo's Hamburgers of Silicaga. Everybody goes to Milo's. We did make sure we grabbed a burger in Silicaga before we got on our way today around 11 o'clock. Caden, as we look out, 84 degrees. You feel a little bit of that gulf breeze here in Headland. Just what a 15 miles slightly northwest of Dothan is where Headland is located. If you've never been, you feel it in the air. There's a lot of humidity out. It's about 10 degrees hotter than it is right now in Siliconga. Much more humidity. How does that come into play today? The weather's going to come into play. It's going to be hotter, going to be more humid than what the Aggies are used to playing to. But this is baseball weather right here. This is springtime, perfect weather, perfect day for some baseball out here. Had some bad weather yesterday. The field's cleared up. The field's dry. And it's just a really good day for baseball. I'm excited to see the Aggies play today. Yeah, you mentioned it's very nice right now in the Sleeping Giant heating and cooling broadcast booth. But the Headland staff, players, everybody surrounding this program did a great job to get this field ready to play today. About two and a half inches of rain yesterday as they picked up the majority of those thunderstorms that came through South Alabama yesterday. A lot coming up in this Star Physical Therapy leadoff show. On the other side of this break, we'll talk to Coach Jeff Bell as he is down on the field getting his team ready for today's doubleheader against the Headland Rams with first pitch scheduled for 4.30. Stay with us. This is Yankee Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Marble City Pharmacy is back in its original home in the Ogletree Plaza with an additional 2,000 square feet. Marble City Pharmacy thanks its customers for their patience and support over the last few months during their remodel and renovation. But now they're back home with a new gift shop, clinical space, more pharmacy space, and a drive through window. Make sure you choose Marble City Pharmacy for all your pharmacy needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Hey, this is Blake with Sleeping Giant. Join Sleeping Giant's VIP Club. Why? Because it's peace of mind for your HVAC system. You get two preventative maintenance visits each year for $180, plus $75 for each additional unit that can be paid in monthly installments. Also, priority scheduling if you do have a problem. A 15% discount on parts, no overtime charges, just regular hourly rates, and a 5% discount on new American Standard equipment if you need it. Find out more at sleepinggiantair.com. If you want your vehicle taken care of the right way, it takes longer than 10 minutes. How can the oil get changed, vehicle inspected, and the hoses and air filters be checked in just 10 minutes? It can't. So at Right Tire, they aren't going to promise that. What they can promise is that your vehicle will be ready for the road. Get your vehicle taken care of the right way at Right Tire and Service on West Fort William Street in Sylacauga. Getting it done the right way. 
Todd Malone at Star Physical Therapy is the official athletic trainer for the Silicaga Aggies, and he volunteers his personal time to do it. If you're at an Aggie sporting event, you'll see Todd on the sideline or bench, ready to help Silicaga athletes any way he can. Todd Malone is a certified athletic trainer and physical therapist, putting our student-athletes first. And he's been serving Silicaga for over a decade. Todd Malone and Star Physical Therapy in the Victorian Village on West Fort William Street in Silicaga. The Sylacauga Chamber's fundamental mission is to generate more business activity for the community. The Chamber initiates more business-to-business connections than what is available through any other local organization. The Sylacauga Chamber's website alone receives an average of 1,000 views per month, with member business listings being the most visited page. Get connected with over 500 other member representatives who are growing with the Chamber. Become a member today by calling 256-249-0308. Lumber prices have come down, so if you've put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware. Get everything you need. They don't have just lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sant Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had Movie Gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Albia Steers has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time with the same great coverage State Farm built their reputation on. And Albia Steers is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. This is Silicaga baseball coach Jeff Bell. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicaga High School Athletics. Back live on the Star Physical Therapy leadoff show. Aggies on the road at Headland in a best of three series. Game number one, first pitch set for just a few minutes at 4.30. Now joined by Silicaga head baseball coach Jeff Bell. Coach, welcome in. We appreciate your time. How was the trip down yesterday? Uh, pretty safe, pretty routine, man. It's been uh, a normal playoff week, so uh, no no snags along the way. Wanted to ask you, I know we've heard, I've heard from a lot of people, including the people in the stands here tonight, this is a rowdy crowd, this is a tough place to play. How does your team handle that adversity in this series? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a part of the schedule. You know, we, we faced some, some pretty hostile environments along the way. Um, you know, we're just going to keep our head down and play. It's, it's kind of part of it. Coach, in this series, you know, Headland, everybody knows they have some really good arms. Heck, they even have an ambidextrous pitcher, a guy that will throw right-handed and left-handed. What do you know about this Headland pitching staff? What will the Aggies see on the hill in this set? Uh, yeah, they're they're pretty good. Um, I, I think they're they're a lot like us. They they hang their hat on their pitching. Uh, they got some guys that can throw it. Um, you know, they got a couple that, that will kind of pitch backwards and, and get ahead with all speed and, and kind of come in late with, with fastballs in the end of the count. But um, they're good. But, you know, we, we think our hitters are pretty good. 
Tony Landers gets the start for you today, a week after getting a, um, a shutout win, one nothing against Alberta. What did you see from Tony last week? What are your expectations for him against a really good one through nine batting order that Headland sends to the plate? Uh, we're going to expect another another competitive outing. Um, you know, I, I, I've told a lot of people in the last week that you know the bigger the game and the brighter the lights. Uh, the better the, the better these guys seem to throw it. So, um, you know, the longer this thing goes along, I, I, I sort of expect the pitching to, to continue along the path it's been going. You mentioned these guys tend to play better the bigger the stage. Key at-bats are going to be big for your guys tonight. Who do you feel like you need to lean on a little bit more in this series at the plate than you have maybe over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, well, uh, Big O, um, you know, he can leave the park at any moment. Um, you know, some guys down at the bottom of the order, if they can just make some things happen, extend at bats, reach base, um, you know, and, and give the guys in the middle of the order opportunities with runners on, you know, that's just going to be a big help. Our goal is just to see how many times we can flip the lineup over. Perfect. Coach, man, uh, finish out your pregame routine. Best of luck tonight. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. That's Silicaga baseball coach Jeff Bell here on the Star Physical Therapy leadoff show. We'll be back with more of the leadoff show with Caden Davidson on the other side of this break. Stay with us. This is the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. A decade is a long time, 3,650 days, in fact. When Todd Malone opened Star Physical Therapy a decade ago, he had one goal, to improve his patient's quality of life. Since 2012, Todd and his team have done just that, helping thousands of people recover. Whether you're suffering from minor aches and pains or needing to rehab after surgery or a severe injury, Star Physical Therapy is the place for you and has been for the last decade. Star Physical Therapy in Silicaga, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. It's okay. We understand. You couldn't turn down that rebate with dealer financing, and now you're missing the perks of financing with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the Coosa Valley's best auto loan provider. It's okay because we've been saving a spot just for you. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org, then borrowing, and click apply for a loan to start your refinance application today. Or call 256-378-5559. Option 5 to speak with a loan officer. We can't wait to hear from you. Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance through ESI. Orthopedics is here. Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine welcomes back orthopedic surgeon Dr. Anthony Tropiano. From sports injuries to wear and tear as you age, Dr. Tropiano treats most types of orthopedic injuries. Dr. Tropiano is temporarily located at 120 South Anniston Avenue across from the hospital. Call today for an appointment, 256-401-4196. That's 256-401-4196 for Dr. Anthony Tropiano at Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Steel, made in America and available now at your Silicaga Ace Hardware. Steel is the number one selling brand of chainsaw and handheld power tools. Whether it's powered by gas or battery, your Silicaga Ace Hardware store is your authorized steel dealer. Get yours today in the Ogle Tree Plaza Shopping Center on West Fort William Street in the Red Corner. 
Let us find what you're looking for. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. The main complaint that I get from people is that a real estate agent didn't communicate enough with them, likely because they didn't care as much as we do. We're the real estate team that specializes in this local market. We have a reputation for putting you, the client, first. Anytime you want information on the market or you're ready to buy or sell, stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Let us find what you're looking for. If you want your vehicle taken care of the right way, it takes longer than 10 minutes. How can the oil get changed, vehicle inspected, and the hoses and air filters be checked in just 10 minutes? It can't. So at Right Tire, they aren't going to promise that. What they can promise is that your vehicle will be ready for the road. Get your vehicle taken care of the right way at Right Tire and Service on West Fort William Street in Sylacauga. Getting it done the right way. The pregame meal is brought to you by Milo's. Since 1946, still saucy after all these years. Milo's, the official pregame meal of the Aggie Sports Network. Milo's Hamburgers, the official pregame meal of the Aggie Sports Network. 13 minutes away from first pitch in Headland as the Aggies set to take on the 23-7 Area 3 champion Headland Rams in the second round of the Class 5A state playoffs. Aggies again 19-8 on the year. One Area 8 took down Alberta last week. Back home at the Walt to advance to round two. Time to give you your Coosa Valley Medical Center Starting lineups here for the Aggies will give you one through nine. Bryce Oden will lead things off. He'll be in center field for the Aggies, followed by Brady Thomas over at shortstop batting second. Aiden Cochran batting third in left field. Lane Harden back at first. He's your cleanup batter today for the Aggies. Will Combs behind the plate batting fifth. Omar Stamps, your DH for today's right fielder. Logan Basinger. Tony Landers, your pitcher. He'll bat in the seventh slot. Logan Corbett over on the hot corner at third, batting eighth. And Braden Large rounds out the Aggie one through nine over at second base. Caden, we've talked about this Aggie batting order a little bit already on the Star Physical Therapy leadoff show. Yeah, they need to be a little bit better tonight or today going into tonight with both games. But when we talked to Coach Bell a minute ago, he mentioned Omar Stamps just needs to be a little bit better, a little bit more consistent, maybe even a little more patient at the plate to have some more quality at bats. Right. Omar's been getting pitched backwards here lately. He sees a lot of breaking balls early due to his size and power. If he can sit back, wait on those, maybe get ahead in the count and get into a hitter's count, sit back and drive a fastball. He's just been a little antsy at the plate here recently for the Aggies, getting early, getting out on that front foot, losing a little power. Just sit back, relax, let things come to him, and and things will work out fine for Mr. Stamps. Both teams have taken their round of infield here. In Headland again, we'll give you the Aggie infield. Corbett at third, Thomas at short, Large at second, Harden at first, Will Combs behind the plate, Cochran in left, Odin in center, and Logan Basinger in right field with Tony Landers on the hill. Let's talk about Tony, second on the team in innings by just one-third of an inning, 52 and a third for Tony Landers, a team ERA of 1.61. That, excuse me, ERA for Landers at 1.61. That drops from his, like, 1.9 last week after a seven-inning shutout against Alberta. What's made Tony Landers so good this year? Tony does 
a lot of things really well. Starting out, though, he gets ahead and counts early, attacks the zone, gets ahead, makes hitters feel uncomfortable in the box, and that's been the biggest thing for the Aggies pitching staff all year is their ability to get ahead in counts early, and that's a big thing in high school baseball is you want to get ahead early, you want to keep that pitch count low, you want to keep these hitters uncomfortable in the box, and that's just what Tony Landers has done well. He's been able to get ahead early with the fastball, dominate with the breaking ball late in games. As you said last week, his strikeout rate is not the highest, but the sink he's got on his fastball creates a lot of ground balls, and the Aggies defense has done a great job behind him thus far this year. Yeah, Landers has struck out 42 of the 225 batters he has faced. He has faced the most batters for the Aggies on the year. 52 innings for both Walker and Landers. The next closest is Logan Corbett at 29, and behind him, everybody's scattered about a little bit because the Aggies pitching staff is deep as it's been, as good as it's been. Been hampered by some injuries this year with Harden and Brandon Morgan not really being cleared to throw a lot of innings until after spring break. The Aggies are going to have to throw some at least unproven of lately arms after injury from Lane Harden and Brandon Morgan. If things get a little dicey, this is a Headland team that can really hit the baseball. You might see some guys you haven't seen lately on the hill in this series. Right. Those two guys you mentioned right there, Brandon Morgan and Lane Harden, those could be X factors here this weekend. If if the starters get roughed around a little bit against this good-hitting Headland team, they could get out of the game early, have to go to the bullpen early. But those guys, those guys are seasoned veterans. Those guys have been around long enough to, I think they will be ready for the situation, although they haven't seen as many innings as they're used to due to injury. But Brandon Morgan had a good game last year in the playoffs. He's seen this type of environment. I would not be surprised to see him have a be a big factor in the series this weekend. We did not talk to Coach Jeff Bell about what this maybe pitching rotation will look like today. Logan Corbett has traditionally been saved for an elimination type setting. So if the Aggies do win a game one, you could see Christian Walker, you could see Lane Harden. But if the Aggies drop game one, you will almost assuredly see, most likely from what we've been even seen over the last couple of years, Logan Corbett to come in in a game two in an elimination setting. Going back to Logan Corbett, he's only thrown 29 innings, faced 131 batters, but has struck out 30 of those, so a little bit more a higher strikeout rate for Logan Corbett. Strong fastball, has some other pitches to go with it. But the Aggie pitching staff, they're going to need, we feel like they're going to need more than just Landers and Walker today who have been enough for the Aggies all year. But again, another big-time team that the Aggies are facing here today against the Headland Rams. That should wrap up our Star Physical Therapy leadoff show. First pitch between Silicaga and Headland when we come back. This is the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Hey, this is Jacob and Jared from Marble City Pharmacy. Are you feeling under the weather? Do you have a cold or the flu? Have you gotten your flu shot? Marble City Pharmacy is your cough, cold, and flu headquarters. We have everything you need to get back on your feet. From medications to ease your symptoms, to hand sanitizer, cleaning products, gloves, and tissues. Come see us at Marble City Pharmacy, here for life.
Amya is a leading global producer of calcium carbonate and a worldwide distributor of specialty chemicals. They service the consumer goods industry, paper and board industry, the polymer industry, and the construction industry. Amya is a leader in research, development, and innovation to support economic growth and protecting ecological balance, all while fueling social progress. This is the key to today's objectives and future success. Amya says good luck to all area athletes. Marble City Pharmacy is back in its original home in the Ogletree Plaza with an additional 2,000 square feet. Marble City Pharmacy thanks its customers for their patience and support over the last few months during their remodel and renovation. But now they're back home with a new gift shop, clinical space, more pharmacy space, and a drive through window. Make sure you choose Marble City Pharmacy for all your pharmacy needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank in First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Did you know Garris Pond is the largest firearm retailer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast. Guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the new year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties, behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street, Sylacauga. Great taste, great service, great price. Hey, it's Ernie from Ernie's Hot Dog. My $9 lunch combo is the best deal in town. Really, it is. Two dogs, a drink, and shit. You can't beat that. All beef dog, Polish dog, plus all the fixings you want on top. Grab your dogs outside Ollie's Bargain Outlet on Fort William Street in Sylacauga. Wednesdays through Fridays from 10 to 3. Ernie's Hot Dog, voted best hot dog in the Coosa Valley. Just as the name says, Purcell Agritech combines agriculture with technology for next-generation seed solutions for turf, ornamental, row, and specialty crops. If you're in any one of those industries, contact Purcell Agritech to see how they can meet your application and nutrition needs online at fertilizer.com. Purcell Agritech would like to wish the Sylacauga Aggies best of luck this year in sports. Go Aggies! Did you know Garris Pond is the largest firearm retailer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast. Guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the new year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties, behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street, Sylacauga. Thank <laughs> you. 
Dad, I'm sorry. The road was foggy. I didn't see the deer in time to stop. I hit it, and now I'm in the ditch. Are you all right? Yes, but the car isn't. Norman Collier and Tim Perry make the vehicle repair process simple and easy for you by working with any and all insurance companies to fix anything from a scratched car to severe collisions. Call Collier Motors Paint and Body at 256-249-2900 or drop by 3315 Old Sylacauga Highway. Collier Motors Paint and Body, where every customer is a happy customer. He shoots! He scores! If you think basketball is mayhem, then you're going to think the deals and selection we have at Toyota of Silicaga are insane! Ready, set, go to Toyota of Silicaga and get amazing deals like leasing a new 2023 Toyota Camry for just $289 per month. We're offering super low 2.75% financing on your favorite Toyotas. Plus, make no payments for 90 days and 100% credit approval is our number one goal. That's what I call a slam dunk. Plus, we have the largest pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at Toyota Upon purchase, you will become a member of our VIP club and receive $3,000 in benefits at no extra cost. We're talking oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. Coosa Valley, we want to be your dealership. So get here today to grab your deal, because it is complete mayhem, and it won't last long. Toyota of Silicaga, we're worth the drive, and we will prove it. 39765 Highway 280, Toyota of See dealer for details. Getting it done the right way. If you want your vehicle taken care of the right way, it takes longer than 10 minutes. How can the oil get changed, vehicle inspected, and the hoses and air filters be checked in just 10 minutes? It can't. So at Right Tire, they aren't going to promise that. What they can promise is that your vehicle will be ready for the road. Get your vehicle taken care of the right way at Right Tire and Service on West Fort William Street in Silicaga. Getting it done the right way. Hey, this is Blake with Sleeping Giant. Join Sleeping Giant's VIP Club. Why? Because it's peace of mind for your HVAC system. You get two preventative maintenance visits each year for $180, plus $75 for each additional unit that can be paid in monthly installments. Also, priority scheduling if you do have a problem. A 15% discount on parts, no overtime charges, just regular hourly rates, and a 5% discount on new American Standard equipment if you need it. Find out more at sleepinggiantair.com. This is Silicaga High School Baseball, brought to you by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it on the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, sponsored by Star Physical Therapy, Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Ponder Plumbing, Milo's, Ace Hardware, Southern Smiles of Silicaga, Marble City Pharmacy, Chick-fil-A, Donahue Physical Therapy, Wright Tire and Service, First Bank of Alabama, Area Real Estate, Garris Specialties, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Harvey's on Noble, Collier Motors Paint and Body, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Van Zandt Hardware, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, Ernie's Hot Dogs, Allen Brew Market, Alta Point Health. Now, the voice of Silicaga High School Athletics, Jeremy Law.
Back live in the Sleeping Giant heating and cooling broadcast booth for the second round of the state baseball playoffs. Aggies on the road at Headland to face off with the Rams. The winner will play in the third round and against the winner of the Elmore County and Hopeful Series. That's happening now at Hopeful High School. Jeremy Law, Caden Davidson with you on the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Online at CoosaPinesFCU.org. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Silicaga 19-8 on the year. They're up to the plate first in the top of the first inning. You'll see Bryce Oden, Brady Thomas, Aiden Cochran, and Lane Hart in the first four Aggies to the plate on the bump today, or at least in game one for Headland, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson, a hard-throwing righty. Upper 80s, mid-lower mid 80s slider, upper 70s changeup. He, he can really throw the ball hard, Jeremy, which has given the Aggies trouble early in this part of the year been better as of late but he's got feel for three pitches hard fastball big righty good slider as he gets loose here before the game and another things the aggies are going to have to worry about is the man behind the plate in weatherly aggies ran the bases pretty much last week against Alberta. five stolen bases in that series had a chance probably to get a few more but the aggies were being conservative with a lead down the stretch in both of those ball games Running the bases, at least trying to steal bases today, going to be a little bit more difficult. Yeah, the Rams have a pretty good catcher and Weatherly behind the plate. Receives well, and he's also got a really good arm back there. The Aggies are really going to have to work once they get on base as we get ready to get things started here today. Bryce Oden stepping to the plate to get things started for the Aggies. Your umpire behind the plate, Chris Washington, an Elmore County native as... Bryce Oden, the righty, will step into the box to face off with Jake Johnson. Bryce Oden, sub 300 now on the average. Not quite where you'd want your leadoff batter to be. But on base percentage for Bryce, still at around 382. First pitch from Johnson is a hard fastball that touches the outside part of the plate 0-1. Gets the call on the outside corner to start the game. Looks to see, Look to see that call. As ball number two goes a little outside to miss to bring the count to one and one. By far and away, maybe the hardest fastball that you and I have seen this year. and Maybe the Aggies, they have played some seven A's this year. The one-one pitch, Bryce chops one in front of the plate. Bryce Oden didn't run. Johnson picks it up, and Bryce Oden is out at first. I'm surprised at that call. It did hit him. It hit him in the box, and they called it a fair ball. I'm not sure where it was missed. We've got a three-man crew out here, but no argument from Coach Bell here as Bryce is retired for out number one. Yeah, Coach Bell's not going to like that. They make contact. You run till they call it foul. Now Brady Thomas against Johnson. Takes a big cut but behind on the fastball. 0-1 with one out in the top of the first inning. Johnson goes fastball early, gets it by Thomas. Then runs one upstairs on Brady wearing the number seven with the black tops, white pants, cardinal numbers outlined in white marble city across the chest as Johnson works quickly to 1-1. This is up top again now, 2-1 to Brady. One thing about Johnson is that he works like Christian Walker does, and that's fast-paced, on the mound, ready to go. This one clips the outer half now, 2-2 two two to Thomas. Last time the Aggies have seen velocity like this was the young man from Shelby County. 
who didn't find the strike zone that often with his. Yeah, Pennington with high 80s as well. 2-2, two -two inside on Thomas, 3-2. and two. Inside, 3-2, and two, misses with the fastball right there. Haven't seen anything but the fastball so far today. Looks to be the umpire prefers the outer half. Thomas lifts one high in the air, left side, angling towards foul territory as it drifts out of play. Thomas so. gets another fastball, good two-strike approach. Gets the fastball, fouls it off, ready to go. Let's see, 3-2 if we don't see the first breaking ball we've seen thus far today. 3-2 and two set for the hard-throwing righty Johnson. He'll kick and fire as Thomas slaps one foul down the right field line. Good part of the bat on it just behind the fastball. So far, a good at bat from the sophomore Thomas. 3-2, and two, not trying to do too much. Looking for a pitch he can do something with with two strikes. Choke up, spread out, and let's see it. 3-2. Thomas called strike three at the knees as Headland will throw it around. Looked like a changeup there. Gets across the plate. Thomas watches it for strike number three. Now there's two outs. Senior Aiden Cochran coming to the plate for the Aggies here in the top of the first inning. Aiden Cochran, the team's leader in average. Down to 392. Was batting around 450 for most of the years. Cochran takes the strike inside. It's 0-1. 0-1. Cochran gets a fastball in the inner part, lets it go. Now he's up on the plate for pitch number two. 0-1 pitch. Upstairs now 1-1 one one as Johnson's working so quickly. you got to call time when you get in the box. And as soon as the hand drops for the umpire, Johnson's moving. There's a slider right there. Doesn't count. Cochran gets time before the pitch as the count stays one and one, two outs here in the top of the first. One one to Aiden, runs inside and up. It's a two and one count to the Aggie seniors. The Headland Rams in pinstripes today. Navy blue caps, navy blue numbers. Rams on the front of the button up jerseys. One thing about pitchers that work this quickly, if they do start getting in a rhythm of throwing balls. Things can go south quickly, and you'll have runners on base in no time. 2-1. Cochran out of play. Slider there. Cochran gets a piece of it and fouls it off out of play to the right field side. We'll have a 2-2 two and two count with two outs in the top of the first inning. Aggies looking for some two-out action. A two-out base runner with Lane Harden on deck. Johnson's ready to go. The pitch. Aiden. Opposite field. Line drive. This one's trouble. This will roll to the wall. Cochran to round first. Cochran will stand up in the second with a two-out double and the cleanup man Lane Harden to the plate. Cochran gets a fastball over the plate. Two strikes. Two-strike approach. Goes the other way with it. Finds that right field gap in the central Alabama signee. Gets a double to get things started with two outs here as the other central Alabama Sonny Lane Harden steps to the plate for the Aggies. Harden's been pretty good for the Aggies in the games that have mattered. Been a base hit machine against Clay County, Shelby County, and against the Alberta Warriors. He'll step in, will the lefty, with a man in scoring position in the top of the first inning. It's Aiden Cochran with a two-out double into the right center gap. Lane with a big spot here. Could get the Aggies on the board early, which would be huge. Johnson will check on Cochran. Fastball runs inside on Lane. You'll have a 1-0 count to the Aggie left-handed hitting senior as Cochran. One thing we know about Lane Harden is it is not going to be an easy swing. He's going to try to do something heavy with it. 1-0 behind 
Took a big cut there, did Lane now a one and one count with two outs, and this has been a problem situation for the Aggies. Runners in scoring position. Can we move some guys in early? Runs necessarily haven't been the problem. It's been early runs for the Aggies. Can they find a way to manufacture one here? The 1-1 one -one to Harden. Missed this one on the outer half now, 1-2. and two. Good pitch there, goes outside with the fastball. Looked like that first strike was a changeup. Got him to swing over the top. That changeup from a right-hander is a really good pitch against lefties. 1-2, Harden swings and misses, and the Aggies will leave. Cochran stranded at second base. We will go to the bottom of the first inning. No score. Rams with Littlefield, Weatherly, and Steele to the plate when we come back. This is the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Great taste, great service, great price. Hey, it's Ernie from Ernie's Hot Dog. My $9 lunch combo is the best deal in town. Really, it is. Two dogs, a drink, and chip. You can't beat that. All beef dog, Polish dog, plus all the fixings you want on top. Grab your dogs outside Ollie's Bargain Outlet on Fort William Street in Sylacauga. Wednesdays through Fridays from 10 to 3. Ernie's Hot Dog, voted best hot dog in the Coosa Valley. It's okay. We understand. You couldn't turn down that rebate with dealer financing, and now you're missing the perks of financing with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the Coosa Valley's best auto loan provider. It's okay because we've been saving a spot just for you. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org, then borrowing, and click apply for a loan to start your refinance application today. Or call 256-378-5559. Option 5 to speak with a loan officer. We can't wait to hear from you. Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance through ESI. Game Action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. Online at toyotaofsilicaga.com. To the bottom of the first inning we go. Littlefield, Weatherly, and Steele, the right fielder, catcher, and center fielder to the plate up first, Tony Landers. Gets in those last few warm-up pitches here in the bottom of the first inning. Brought to you by Donahue Physical Therapy. As Will Combs is set to throw it down again around the Aggie infield. Corbett's at third. Thomas at short. Braden Large over at second. Lane Harden playing first today. Combs behind the dish. Cochran in left. Bryce Oden in center. And Logan Basinger rounding out the outfield and right field. This is a very solid hitting. Headland rammed order and starts off with a leadoff man, Parker Littlefield. Yeah, let's see if Landers can come out early and get ahead and do some damage to these Headland Rams hitters as last weekend. So Landers gets a called strike on the first pitch of this at bat to Littlefield. Both Aggie pitchers last week left, let some guys on base early in the first inning. Were able to get out of those jams, but not a team you can afford to do that with in round two. As here's a chopper left side, high in the air, picked up by Corbett. The throw across the diamond just in time. Corbett charged in, had to play that one off the hop, drifted back, but made a strong throw across the infield for Lane Harden. Yeah, Littlefield got a fastball in the inner portion. Pounded into the ground, and Corbett sits back on it, comes down with it, and fires it across immediately. And is just able to beat Littlefield to the bag for out number one here in the bottom of the first inning. Now we have Weatherly, the catcher, stepping to the plate. Yeah, Weatherly, the 
Strong-armed catcher, also a pretty good hitter wearing the number four as Landers runs that breaking ball in for a called strike 0-1. Landers, good breaking ball there, get me over pitch early in the count. Not really sitting breaking ball right there, just got to get one over for a strike. Righty on righty, Landers set and ready to go this time. A chopper to Thomas, plays it off the second hop, the throw to Harden at first. And two quick outs for Tony Landers, who we talked about it a lot last week. He makes his money on ground balls on the infield. It's important for this Aggie defense to play well behind him. Yes, he does. He gets things going. Not a big strikeout guy, but he's going to work low in the zone, get some ground balls, and here so far in the playoffs in an area play, it's been able to be a recipe for success for the Aggies as he misses high for ball one to Steele, who is a Shelton State commit. Yeah, both these next two batters, Steele and Nelson, pretty big kids as it's now a lefty in the box. This one's popped up right side of the infield. Braden Lawrence called for it early, but now Brady Thomas will call for it. The two run into each other, and the ball gets down. Coach Bell's not going to be happy about that. That's got to be a ball that large camps under. It's under the right side of the infield, but Thomas drifts in late. No communication as they both try to make a play on it at the last minute, and it falls down, and nobody's on second, so Steele's able to get to second on. I'm not. It's an error, but I'm not sure who it's going to be charged to. I think that got in the mid of Brady Thomas. I could be wrong, but it looked like it was on Brady's glove, and now Headland looking for a two-out run. Here with a runner at second and steal. Nelson to the dish. Righty on righty. Landers gets an early swing and a miss. 0-1 as Tony, one of these Aggie pitchers, they've been pretty much used to, you know, having to deal with some adversity. You feel like you've thrown pitches that should lead to outs this year. Haven't necessarily got them. But can we come through again here with a one more out in the bottom of the first inning? Yeah, the Aggies have had to deal with adversity. Breaking ball ripped into left. Cochran on his horse, drifting back. This one's to the wall. One run will score. Nelson rounding first, headed into second. And an error on a pop-up that was a surefire out has led to an early run for Hendland. Yeah, Landers leaves the breaking ball up there, but should have never had to face Nelson in that situation. As an error proves costly early for the Aggies as the Rams get one run across unearned. Same situation now with a runner at second and two outs with the five-hole hitter, Trey Scott, the left fielder. Son to the back of Scott. In the right-handed batter's box, Landers set working from the stretch. Runner looks to go. The throw to second got behind it, but not in time. Good work there by Nelson. Just trying to work the pitcher right there, getting his head a little bit. Not taking a, away anything for Nelson. He absolutely put a stroke into that baseball that sent Aiden Cochran immediately on a dead sprint towards the wall and left. Landers pick off again as Nelson dancing around over there at second base. Yeah, Nelson's probably going to do that most of the day. He's a pretty good base runner. Just to get in the pitcher's head, see what he can do, maybe cause a bad throw, but what you really got to get him to do is catch him on one of those early hops when he's hopping towards third, and now he might have gotten him on that one. But a as the tag is there, it would have got him, but the throw from Landers might have actually hit the right arm of Luke Nelson. Yeah, the key that what he's got to do is he's got to get him on one of those early breaks where he's breaking, looks like he's breaking towards third base before he starts coming back to second as he gets set now. Here's a foul ball, finally. Another pitch to the plate. But like you said, Nelson with a hard hit ball to left field, but... 
Lander should have never been in that situation due to an unfortunate miscommunication by the middle infield here Owen, early on. Owen one count to Scott. Landers looking at Nelson at second. He'll make his move to the plate. Ground ball over to Large. Can we make the play? Large plays it off his chest to throw to Harden in time for out number three. But the Headland Rams will end the first with a one nothing lead as we go to the top of the second inning. Stay with us. This is Yankee Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Pain relief starts here. Dry needling, compression ice therapy, electric stimulation, ultrasound, and good old-fashioned physical therapy. Donahue Physical Therapy has the tools and the combined 40 years of experience to help get you back to the action faster. Recover with Donahue. Gain relief and lose the pain today. Your pain relief starts here. Marble City Pharmacy is back in its original home in the Ogletree Plaza with an additional 2,000 square feet. Marble City Pharmacy thanks its customers for their patience and support over the last few months during their remodel and renovation. But now they're back home with a new gift shop, clinical space, more pharmacy space, and a drive-through window. Make sure you choose Marble City Pharmacy for all your pharmacy needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. The Aggie Sports Network is built by Ace Hardware in Sylacauga. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Top of the second inning, Aggies down by one after one. The Aggies will send the five, six, seven to the plate. Will Combs, Omar Stamps, and Tony Landers against the hard-throwing righty. And Jake Johnson. Aggies had a chance to score a run in the top of the first strand of the man at second as Combs rolls over on one left side. This is a fair ball. Combs, he's around first. Now he'll go back. Combs starts us off with a leadoff single, a little hard-hit chopper that spikes off the infield and over the head of Edwards at third and the leadoff man on base and Blake Loggins coming to run for the Aggie catcher at first. Yeah, Combs gets that fastball inside, off the handle, gets enough of it to bounce it over the third baseman. Not the biggest wheels on the team. He gets held up by Coach Strickland at first, but now the Aggies have a runner on with nobody out with Big O coming to the plate. And Will Combs, he's been hot here recently for the Aggies. Big O thought about pulling the trigger on a fastball. Didn't go around. It's in a 1-0 count to Omar Stamps, who, as Coach Jeff Bell said, that's they need him to get going if they're going to be successful at the plate. Stamps again takes a fastball outside a 2-0 count with Loggins at first. Yeah, 2-0 hitters count. These are the situations Coach Bell's talking about for Omar to attack on. As he gets under a ball here right side. Will it stay in play? It will not. Just drifts into out of play territory over there off the top of the Ram dugout. Out of reach of Nelson first. But those are exactly the situations Coach Bell's talking about with Omar. Get ahead. 2-0. He's coming fastball. He just gets out and reaches for that one. Sit back and drive it is what Coach Bell wants Stamps to do. And now it's 2-1. and one. Loggins at first. 2-1 pitch. Johnson down low. Now 3-1 to Omar. Reminder, we'll talk to Coach Jeff Bell after the third inning for our in-game interview. 3-1 and one here to Omar. 
really got to be his pitch to take the bat off his shoulder. Johnson from the stretch. Omar Stamps again lifts one high in the air out of play. Yeah, he's behind. He, he's letting that back leg, and he's just throwing the bat out and hitting off his front foot. And now the count's full. Johnson wearing the number 11 in white today. Aggies at Headland. Stamps a little hard, soft shot over the right side of the infield, rather. They'll throw out Omar Stamps, but he, but he does move up Blake Loggins to second off the bat. I thought that might be a scorcher into right, but that one just a soft hit liner that barely got out of the infield grass. Yeah, that fastball got in on his hands, and he just gets it over to the right side of the infield. Lucky for the Aggies that Loggins does move over to second. And now we have the pitcher, Tony Lander, stepping into the plate with a runner in scoring position for the second time today here for the Aggies. Let's yeah. see if they can capitalize in this second inning. A good read for Loggins. Over at second, Landers takes one in tight. A ball and no strikes to the Aggie pitcher and junior Tony Landers. This inning started off with a Will Combs single. A fielder's choice. As Landers hits behind the batter again over to second. It's bobbled. The throw to first in time, but Blake Loggins. A base hit, pass ball away from tying this game up at one. Yeah, big backstop here at Headland. If there is a pass ball, there's a good chance that Loggins could score on a pass ball. Landers seems like the fastball has been running in on everybody, catching a lot of handle. Wouldn't see... Wouldn't be surprised to see the Aggies adjust, step off the plate a bit, and look to drive those baseballs, get some barrel on it. We've got the senior Corbett stepping to the plate. Loggins on third. Loggins 90 feet away from the plate. Corbett takes outside. It's 1-0. As this is just a different type of fastball than the Aggies have seen all year. Don't blame Logan for getting up there and at least watching one. The 1-0. Corbett, liner foul just off. The chest of Coach Barry Strickland almost got him over there as it rolls into right. Corbett, another Aggie senior in the eighth slot. Braden Large is on deck. Yeah, Corbett gets a fastball there, outer half, tries to go that way with it just a little late. This one drops in for a strike now, one and two to Corbett. Yeah, there's that slider there for Johnson, really froze Corbett there. Now it's one, two. He doesn't know what he's going to get this time. One, two, runner at third, just missed outside, did Johnson. Good call there by the umpire. Catcher set up, outer half, off the plate. He hit the spot, but he's set up off the plate on that one. All right, two and two now to Logan Corbett. He'll choke up a tad with a runner at third and two outs in the top of the second inning. Johnson's pitch, Corbett chops it, foul, first baseline again. The Aggies behind on these fastballs for the first time around, and probably rightfully so. But can you find a way to drive in Blake Loggins from third? Yeah, two and two count here. He's seen a couple fastballs through that slider early on. I'm going to guess we see it here again, right here, if I had to. The 2 2. Corbett lines one foul. Sticks fastball. Corbett sits on it. Adjust well. Good two strike approach and fouls it off. Aiden Cochran had a two out double. Will Combs had a leadoff single. Here in the second, Loggins running for him at third base. Your 2-2 called strike three. That one broke at the last moment and clips the inner corner. And the Aggies strand another run in scoring position as we will head to the bottom of the second, trailing by one. It's Silicaga zero, Headland one after an inning and a half. This is the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. Greg from Gardendale writes, Dear Milo's, I love your burgers, but I'm a bit of a messy eater. Any advice? Great question, Gregory. Have you tried spicing up your wardrobe with some sauce-colored sweaters? Or maybe something in a deep reddish brown that hints toward a hidden recipe underneath? Failing that, uh, maybe give napkins a shot? Bon appetit. This is Silicago baseball coach Jeff Bell. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicago High School Athletics. The Aggie Sports Network official broadcast partner of Silicago Athletics. Will Combs fires it down as we sit in the bottom of the second inning. It's 1-0 Headland here in Headland, Alabama, just a little northwest of Dothan. This is where are we at in the order here. You will go six, seven, eight. Taylor, Ivy, and uh, Grover. Here in the bottom of the second inning for Headland. Had a two-out double that led to a run as Landers' first pitch is at the knees. Called a ball to Evan Taylor, the shortstop. A one and zero count. Landers already moving. This one lifted out of play. Landers comes back after ball one, fastball, outer corner. Taylor fouls it off to even things up at one and one. Aggies have had runners in scoring position both innings, unable to capitalize. One one, call to strike now, one and two. This has been a pitcher's strike zone, if you will. Early in this one, now a one and two count for Landers as he takes the signs from Will Combs, has the tan mitt stuck at the belt. As he waves the first one off, now he'll make his motion to the plate. Here's a ground ball to Corbett. A slow hit ball. Corbett across the diamond. Safe. The Aggies didn't show any urgency there. And yeah. Evan Taylor, excuse me, yeah, Evan Taylor legs out an infield single. It wasn't the hardest hit ball, but we got to get that one out of the glove. Yeah, and it's not even getting it out of the glove. He just sat back on a slow roller to third base, didn't charge at all, stayed in the same spot. And with the speed of Taylor, he was able to get out of the box and well, get there early. The speed of Taylor surprised me also. He got up the line pretty quick, and he has a big lead at first. As Landers peeks over his left shoulder, Lane Harden holding on Taylor at first. As here's a line drive to Large, have a chance to double it up to first, and we'll get him. Taylor gets a good secondary, but a hard hit. Line drive to large, able to double him off at first base, and now we have two outs here in the bottom of the second. That one was tough for Taylor because he had a big lead at first nonetheless, and that was, even if he didn't take off, he might have been doubled up over at first base after that line drive to Braden Large from the DH, Logan Ivy. Now it's Bryce Grover, the second baseman, with a 1-0 count. Yeah, Landers misses high for ball number one with the fastball. Comes set to the plate. Breaking ball upstairs again, 2-0. So the infield single doesn't come back to kill us. The only thing that's hurting the Aggies right now is miscommunication on the middle of the infield last inning. As Landers comes back here with a strike now, 2-1. With two outs, bottom two, Headland leads it, 1-0. Yeah, errors. And walks always turn into unearned runs. They always seem to bite you early in the games. And those are the things that Aggies need to stay away from in this postseason run that they're making. Here's a pop-up high in the air. 
Middle of the infield, now drifting back. Thomas makes the basket catch in center field. Bryce Oden, not sure if he was going to get there in time, but Brady Thomas tracks this one down in short center. And the Headland Rams in the second inning scoreless. We've played two. It's one nothing Headland. Aggies to the plate when we come back. You will see large and into the top of the order with Bryce Oden and Brady Thomas in the top of the third. This is the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Orthopedics is here. Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine welcomes back orthopedic surgeon Dr. Anthony Tropiano. From sports injuries to wear and tear as you age, Dr. Tropiano treats most types of orthopedic injuries. Dr. Tropiano is temporarily located at 120 South Aniston Avenue across from the hospital. Call today for an appointment, 256-401-4196. That's 256-401-4196 for Dr. Anthony Tropiano at Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Attention, all contractors and recyclers. Coosa Valley Recycling is here to help you save the planet one dumpster at a time. We're like the Optimus Prime of recycling. Strong, reliable, and always ready for action. When you're tackling a big project and need a dumpster for your recycling metals, we've got you covered. We can even help with demolition if you need. So don't let your recyclables go to waste. Let Coosa Valley Recycling help you make a difference. 256-245-4300. To the top of the third inning is where we are. Braden Large to lead things off, followed by the top of the order, Bryce Oden, Brady Thomas. Johnson going to work, misses below the knees of Large, 1-0. The Aggies have shown some signs of life at the plate. We've stranded a runner at second and a runner at third with two hits in the ball game. Here's Johnson again. Large lifts one high in the air. Right field, little field over his head. This one will get to the wall. Braden Large around first. He'll slide into second. A leadoff double. Man in scoring position. Can we make Hamlin pay? Can we push one of these runners around? Large gets a fastball high and outside. Hits a ball in the air. What looked like to be a routine play for the right fielder, but that... That wind has been blowing out towards right field all day. Maybe it got caught up in the wind and carried on him. But Large able to get a stand-up double to get the Aggies going here in the top of the third. Large has been a really big part of this lineup here recently as he's been able to get Aggies started. Yeah, we were told earlier today that if something gets in the air here, it has a chance to carry. Here's Bryce Soden. Nearly takes one off the ribs. It's a 1-0 count to the leadoff hitter, Bryce, who grounded out to the pitcher, his first time up, thought the ball hit him in the box, didn't run. That's how the game started for the Aggies. Didn't have a great start, trying to dig our way out of it now. Down by one in the top of the third inning. Braden Large at second. As Johnson pushes one across, a low fastball, one and one, a called strike. Yeah, fastball catches, I guess, some part of that outer portion of the plate to even the count at one and one for Odin. Yeah, I thought that fly ball was going to be a sure thing for Littlefield. Maybe took a bad angle, but it hung in the air forever. And the sun's that was over. about 10 feet away, potentially from Braden Lawrence getting himself into the home run category. Yeah, he got under that one. The wind was is still blowing out towards right field, and the sun is over on that third baseline. Could give trouble to both sides. 1-1 one, one to Odin. Pops out of the catcher's mitt now, two and one. It's 360 in dead center and 315 down really both lines. Yes, it is. It's 
no strange angles you have to deal with as an outfielder like you would at Walton Cruz Field where it's about 319 in center, then 360 in left center. 2-1, Bryce gets one over to second. This will move up Braden Large. Really nice play there by the second base Gover to keep that out of the outfield and keep the Aggies from scoring. Slings the glove down for the backhand. He's able to get Odin out at first, but Odin moves the runner over. Now anything in play should be able to get an Aggie run in, but Hedlund brings the infield in. I'm trying to cut this run off at the plate. Mr. RBI and Brady Thomas takes a strike. It's an 0-1 count. Thomas third on the team in ribbies. 23 for Cochran, 28 for Stamps. Brady Thomas with 22 as he'll roll over on one to the shortstop. It pops off his glove and ends up behind him at just short of the left field grass. You'll get Brady Thomas on first and Braden Large ties things up in the top of the third inning. Thomas gets a fastball there, hits a high chopper, but the infield bringing in makes that a harder play because it's a chopper, have to go back on it. If they're in regular depth, that's a routine play, but they're in trying to get the runner at home, and the Aggies are able to even things up right there. Now Cochran up to the plate, had a double last at bat. Runners going. Brady Thomas steals the bag and puts himself in scoring position. Why is that bag? Well, Cochran is one for one with a gapper. Ended up being a double with two outs in the first inning. And now Brady Thomas at second with just one out. Yeah, Thomas gets a good jump there as Johnson hasn't even checked over on the runners at first base so far Here's today. Cochran, a high fly ball out of play up the right field line. Brady Thomas that time went on the first move of Johnson. Yeah, he's gotten into a little bit of a rhythm. That's the thing with pitchers that work fast is they get on the same timing. And it, as a base runner, you're able to kind of get a timing for when they're going. 1-1. One, one. Oh, this one plunks Aiden Cochran, and the Aggies have two on for Lane Harden. Yeah, that one runs inside. Cochran sits there, takes it off the arm, and now the Aggies have got something going here in the top of the third. They've even score at 1-1, one and one, and now they've got Thomas on second, Cochran on first, senior Harden stepping to the plate. Nine-hole man, Braden Large got this started with a leadoff double in the top of the third inning. Bryce Oden moved him over, Brady Thomas drove him in. As Harden behind the fastball, this time a late swing sends one down the left field line for Lane. Good to see him get the bat on it though, missed a couple. His first time up went down swinging. Yeah, Lane went down swinging the first time. They really worked the outer half as most teams have done this year against Harden. This one's well outside now. One and one to the senior Lane Harden who had the first hit of both games for the Aggies in last week's series. One and one with one out. Harden on a line drive off the glove of the second baseman. Here comes Brady Thomas around third. He'll score. Aggies take a two-to-one lead in the top of the third inning. Lane Harden, an RBI single. Great job by Harden there. Gets the fastball, drives it just over the outreach glove of Gover there on second base. And now the Aggies have Cochran on second, Harden on first. Hot hitting Will Combs comes to the plate who had a single last at bat. Now it's two to one for the Aggies here in the third inning with one out as Headland Rams come together for a meeting with the pitcher to get things squared away. The Aggies have two clean hits, but 
Headland has had some unfortunate plays. Some choppers go off the glove of Edwards and Taylor at short. And that line drive just, I mean, just off the top of the glove of Gover. He was probably going to double us up there, but it got off his glove into right center. Yeah, he made a really nice play on it. He jumped, timed it perfectly, but just over the top as it was hit pretty hard. Combs. Johnson wasn't taking any time there and took nothing off of that one. It's 0-1 to Will. Yeah, but Johnson's getting in this rhythm, and he's staying, working at the same pace. Maybe the Aggies can get another jump on him. Outside here, 1-1. One one. Cochran at second, Lane Harden at first. The Aggies have pushed two across here in the third inning. They've done a good job at attacking that fastball so far this inning. Wouldn't be surprised to see Johnson starting to work that slider more as... Runners are going. Aiden Cochran steals a bag. Lane Harden ends up at second. Yeah, just as I said, just as I said earlier, these fast-working pitchers, they get in a rhythm and they forget to look at the runners, and the Aggies have taken advantage on it twice now as Johnson's just getting in a groove, forgetting about the runners and staying in that groove, staying same time, and then they get a perfect jump and they're able to steal third there. Coach Birdsong will come out of the dugout to ask maybe about this call over at third. It was a bang-bang play, but Aiden Cochran called safe at third base. Lane Harden moves up to second as the Aggies will still have Will Combs at the dish with runners at second and third, a two-and-one count, and one out. Yeah, the Aggies. Headland infield will meet in the middle of this infield. Well, Johnson, he's had some hard-hit balls He's had some chances for his defense to make some plays behind him. Second time through this lineup, the Aggies have been able to catch up with this fastball that's coming in mid to upper 80s and get some barrels, put the ball in play. And when you put the ball in play, normally you can get good things to happen. And once they've gotten on the base path, they've been able to get the timing of Johnson down and get some good jumps uh, because Weatherly has a really good arm behind the plate, but... Stealing bases is normally on the pitcher. Yeah, Weatherly, uh, it didn't take long for either of his throws down today to get to the bag, but the Aggies have done a great job. Here we go, Will Combs, a one and two count with one out and two in scoring position. The Aggies have scored two runs in the third, but they've also left two in scoring position. Johnson's pitch to Combs runs outside. It's a two-and-two two count with one out for Will Combs, who has come up big force time in and time out this year. Cochran standing at third. Lane Harden standing at second. Johnson wind up, misses here, and it's a three-and-two count to Will. Three-and-two count. That's been his strikeout pitch so far today, running that slider, starting it at the hip of the batter and freezing them and getting it across the inside. I guess that one just missed a bit inside. 3-2, Combs takes a call and strike three. We're going to have to swing at those, maybe frozen with the fastball, but here's Omar Stamps up with a chance to do some damage. We've been waiting for Omar Stamps to come alive for us in the last couple weeks. Can he come through with a big base hit in the top of the third inning with two on and two out, both in scoring position? No hold on Harden as Stamps watches outside. Weatherly has to keep this one from the backstop. Yeah, Stamps gets a breaking ball. First pitch, does a good job at laying off of it. One and knows the count. The pitch, Stamps. Rips one into center field. Center fielder going back, leaps for it. He can't get it. 
Cochran scores. Here comes Lane Harden. Big O into second with a stand-up two RBI double. And it's 4-1 to one Aggies in the top of the third inning. Big O, 1-0, gets that fastball he was looking for, drives it over the center fielder's head for a stand-up double, two RBIs to bring the score to 4-1 to one here for the Sylacauga Aggies. And that's what Coach Bell was talking about in that pregame interview. What would be big for Stamps is getting ahead early and getting that fastball that he likes. And he does a good job. He gets it and does exactly what he needs to do to it. And now... Could have had a mix-up on the signs as the catcher comes over to talk to one of the assistant coaches. It's 360 in center. Omar might have hit that one 355, 356. Is Steele was on a dead sprint towards center field, had to leap for it just out of his reach. And Omar Stamps puts himself in scoring position, and Tony Landers with a chance to help his own calls as he takes a breaking ball outside. It's a 1-0 count with two outs in the top of the third inning. Tony Landers at the plate, batting in the seventh slot. Omar Stamps, your six-hole hitter at second, as Landers takes inside now 2-0. It's the Yankees with a 4-1 lead. Landers up with an opportunity to get a run across the board for himself. Outside, oh, well, two and one now to Tony Landers. Fastball, 2-0 on the outer portion, gets a call. Now it's two and one. Johnson looks at Stamps, no hold. Landers, hard hit, ground ball over to second. Gover gets it in his glove and throws it to first, and that'll do it for the Aggies in the top of the third inning, but not before the good guys put up a four spot. Here in the third, it's four to one Aggies after two and a half. Headland to the plate when we come back. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Hey, this is Blake with Sleeping Giant. Join Sleeping Giant's VIP club. Why? Because it's peace of mind for your HVAC system. You get two preventative maintenance visits each year for $180, plus $75 for each additional unit that can be paid in monthly installments. Also, priority scheduling if you do have a problem. A 15% discount on parts, no overtime charges, just regular hourly rates, and a 5% discount on new American Standard equipment if you need it. Find out more at sleepinggiantair.com. The Sylacauga Chamber's fundamental mission is to generate more business activity for the community. The Chamber initiates more business-to-business connections than what is available through any other local organization. The Sylacauga Chamber's website alone receives an average of 1,000 views per month, with member business listings being the most visited page. Get connected with over 500 other member representatives who are growing with the Chamber. Become a member today by calling 256-249-0308. Mix 106.5 is WSGN HD2, Stewartville, Silicaga, Childersburg, home of the Silicaga Aggies on the Aggie Sports Network. We'll go bottom three. We'll talk to Coach Jeff Bell after this half inning, or at least we should. It's 4-1 to one Aggies as things did not start off great for this team. Caden Davidson, the first batter of the game, gets thrown out at first while he's standing in the batter's box. You make an error in the first inning that leads to a run. Even gave up an infield single that eventually didn't come back to kill us. But the Aggie bats came to life in the third inning. We've talked about it. They haven't been consistent, but they can be very good when they're sporadic like they just were. Yeah, they've been able here in the second time around the lineup to get a timing for that fastball. It took them a, a time through to get it, but they've been able to get a rhythm as the count is one and one 
for Landers to number nine, number 13, the nine-hole hidden hitter, Edwards, the third baseman. Caleb Edwards with a one-and-one one count. Landers comes back in with that all-speed pitch. It's now one-and-two for Tony. Tony Landers has a little run support. I feel like Tony's thinking this is the first time in a while I've had a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah, it seems like Tony's always pitching in a close game here for the Aggies. Missed outside with that one. It evens the count at two balls and two strikes as Landers. As both these pitchers work quickly, Johnson a little quicker, the 2-2. Two -two. This one's blooped in the right. Well, maybe not blooped as this one's over the outstretched glove of Logan Basinger. Basinger will have to run to the wall to get this one. He'll fire it in, and that'll hold the nine-hole hitter, Caleb Edwards, to just two bases. We saw the sun and maybe the wind Lurks the right fielder for a headland, but that time it gets Logan Basinger in right. Yeah, it looks like those balls to right field, they're hit pretty decent, but they're getting up in that wind, and they're just carry on, carrying on both of these right fielders as that one gets over the outstreet, outstretched glove of Basinger. The Aggies, one time through the order, were able to get on top of Johnson. Now back to the top of the order for the headland Rams in Parker Littlefield, 0 for 1. The pitch fouled back into the backstop, 0-1. One thing Tony Landers has done in this game, Caden, is get ahead early in counts. Yeah, that's the thing that he does really well. He attacks the strike zone early with that fastball. He's able to locate it pretty well as he gets the foul ball from Littlefield to start things off. 0-1, Tony Landers takes a look at Edwards at second. Littlefield crowds the plate, stands on the chalk. As this one breaks inside now, two strikes. Flanders gets ahead 0-2. That breaking ball finds the inside portion of the plate. 0-2 for Tony. Combs sets up outer half. Runner at second and no outs. Bottom three. 4-1 Aggies lead it in game one as Tony runs one. A waste pitch outside and up. It's now 1-2. Tony Landers has so much command. Command of four pitches for Tony. It's not going to blow you away with velocity, but it can sneak up on you. The one-two hits him. Yeah, not a good, not a good thing to give the headland Rams a base runner there when you're ahead in the count one and two. Tries to go breaking ball inside again. It does not break and just catches. The leadoff hitter, Littlefield, as he's able to get to first base. But it brings the double play ball back into action for the Aggies as the catcher, Weatherly, steps up to the plate with runners on first and second here in the bottom of the third. The Aggie pitchers, I don't know how they do it, but they have nerves of steel. They've come up big in so many of these situations this year. Two on, no ounce runners at first and second. This one. High in the air over the glove of Thomas. This one in the left. The throw to the plate. It's going to be a close play. The tag. Got him. What a throw. Cochran guns him down at home. Caleb Edwards. The throw beaten. The, throw. the tag felt a little high. And now you'll get Coach Birdsong out of the dugout. He's not the third base coach. And it was a close play, but the call is out at the plate. Yeah, Weatherly does a good job there, gets the fastball, drives it 
to left field. Cochran catches it one hop and throws a one hopper in there to Combs who gets the tag down in time. The ball beat him there, but Coach Birdsong is arguing that he got under the tag. But I don't think we'll see a change in call here. Yeah, you're not going to be able to appeal this from the field with runners running around the bases. This is up to the sole discretion of the big man behind the plate. And the call will stand. Boy, that throw. Cockerless of the throw beat, and it was slightly up the first baseline. Honestly, I'm, I'm, from sitting from here, I would not argue a call of either safe or out. Yeah, it was a bang-bang play. It could have gone either way. But I surely understand why Hedlund's not happy about the call also. Here's a fly ball left side. This is going to be in a Bermuda Triangle. Calling for it is Thomas, and what a big out there as this will keep the runners at second and third big. after a pop-out from the center fielder, Mason Steele. Big. Now it's Luke Nelson. Big out there for the Aggies. Thomas gets over on that fly ball, calls off the senior Corbett and makes play. Now there's two outs for the runner on second and third with the cleanup hitter Nelson who was able to reach a board last time. Yeah, I believe Nelson drove in the run. Yeah, he had I'm a, not mistaken. He had a double over the head of Cochran in his first at bat. He drove in the run on the scoreboard for Headland. He's a hard-hitting righty and a first baseman. Your clean-up batter, righty on righty for Landers, pushes outside with first base open. You can be, maybe be a little free with your pitches here. Yeah, you can you don't feel like you have to put him one down the plate. You can pitch around him a little bit here. 1-0 from Landers. Here's a rip. Bryce Oden going back. Has passed his glove. Two runs will score. Nelson does it again. He'll drive in two. Bryce Oden was even shading towards left field and still couldn't get there. And we have a 4-3 to three ball game. The second double for Nelson, and he has driven in all three of the runs for the Headland Rams. Just as we talked about in the pregame, though, we knew this is a good-hitting Headland Rams team who can do damage to pitches across the plate. Landers gets down 1-0 to Nelson, leaves a breaking ball over the plate, and Nelson gets his second double on the day and drives in his third run as he's driven in all three runs so far here for the Rams. As Coach Brooks is out to talk to Landers and Combs. Not sure what this conversation is about. Maybe you're telling Tony and Will. Guys, the scouting report on Nelson is if you throw it on his hands, and that's the second time we've put one in on the hands of Nelson. He has absolutely stroked it in the left field. He did it in the first inning. He does it in the bottom of the third inning. And we have a one-run ball game, but again, you can make the case there should have been a couple outs made in this inning for the Aggies. That, again, leads to... A couple runs on the board for Headland. Yeah, two balls that had a chance. That one was a little harder hit, but we were shaded over there. Would have been a tough play for Bryce to make. Headland with a chance to tie now, Caden. Yeah, Headland. Scott stepping to the plate for Headland. Runner on second, two outs here in the bottom of the third. Landers. He gets ahead with his strikes, but he's got to be more precise when he's pitching early in the count. You can't just leave stuff across the plate to this good of a hitting team of Headland. A clean count to Trey Scott, the left fielder. Taylor on deck. 
Runner is Nelson at second. No hold on Nelson as the batter will call time. Coach Brooks might have been out there to talk about slowing things down a bit, getting them out of a rhythm as he's been working fast and hitters are able to get up there and, and not think and just swing. Maybe he's telling them to slow the game down a little bit. I'd listen to anything Coach Jay Brooks said if you, if you looked at this ERA for this ball club. This one's a called strike. Good frame job for Combs on that one. Yeah, slows things down, goes fastball, gets the outer portion for strike number one. Just Coach Brooks out there, calm him down, say, tell him, slow down, think about your pitches, don't work fast, and be confident up there. Here we go with an 0-1. Landers checks on Nelson again three times. As here's the chopper to Corbett this time. In a hurry is Logan. The throw to Lane gets by him. This will score a run. Short hopped Harden. Run scores. Basinger picks it up in right, and we have a tie ball game. Another unearned run there for the Aggies. Corbett gets the ground ball, has time, and just throws it into the dirt. And it's a hard play over there for the first baseman. Harden just gets past him, and now the game's tied up. And Taylor's able to, or Scott, excuse me, is able to get over to second on that error. And now there's another runner in scoring position for Taylor, the shortstop stepping to the plate. All runs with two outs for the Rams also, as Tony Landers has to be a little frustrated. We know he's not a heavy strikeout guy, but, man, he has pitched some good baseball. Listen, you're going to give up some hard-hit balls to these guys. we got to make some plays. Four to four now in the third inning. Starts him off. Change up there. Gets strike number one. But, yeah, like you said, Tony is not a huge strikeout guy, and we've got to play defense behind him because this team is going to put the ball in play, and they're going to have some hard hits at times, but we've got to capitalize on the ones that they give us. 0-1 with two outs. Landers gives up an opposite field fly ball. It's trouble, and it's fair. Hedman takes a 5-4 lead. Taylor around second. He's coming to third. The throw is got him. And now Hedman's coach at third. Can't believe it. Boy, I thought he was safe. But Hedlund scores on an RBI double. From Taylor, and it's a five-to-four ball game for the Headland Rams. After the third inning, a great throw from base singer sent Taylor down at third base. We're supposed to talk to Coach Jeff Bell. Would not be surprised, and I wouldn't blame him if he somehow forgot about us over here. But honestly, we almost should have probably gone to commercial break as the Aggies give up four runs here in the fourth inning and trail it five-four as we've played three. So the Aggies got four in the third. They give up four themselves, five to four ball game. Caden, a lot of swings of emotions in this game. We knew that was going to be the case. How did the Aggies shake off that one and get back up with some confidence in the box? Yeah, they've just got to get up here with good approaches like they did last inning. They can't let that last inning rattle them. Stay confident. We've seen from this Aggie team, they do have grit and will as, as they can't let it's still a one-run game. We're not out of this by any means, and they've got to know that. And it's just been some unfortunate plays here early for the Aggies as they haven't earned all of their runs, but 
when they do when we do make mistakes, Headland is a good baseball team. They will capitalize on mistakes that we make. Yeah, the Headland Rams have taken a 5-4 to four lead, 8-9-1 in the order. The bottom of the order got it going for us last inning. Braden Large with a stand-up, well, it should have been a stand-up double. He slid in for special effects into second. Hedlund now leads it 5-4. to four. Aggies to the plate. Corbett Large, Bryce Oden. Can the Aggies shake back and get a run or two here in the top of the fourth inning? Johnson on the hill. He's set and ready to go first pitch of the fourth. The fastball at the toe tops of Corbett. It's 1-0. And credit to Hedlund in that inning. Caden, they knocked the cover off the baseball when they needed to, but you also had some good throws from that Aggie outfield. Yeah, they were able to put some good barrels on balls, drive it into the gaps, and really capitalize on some of the mistakes that the Aggies made. Here's Corbett. Got one off the handle. Pop up over at Edwards at third. Caught for out one. And not trying to take anything away from Hedlund because they did earn a lot of those runs, but Aggies need to be better defensively here in the later part of this game as, as we get into it as large steps to the plate now. But Hedlund is a good hitting team, and when they give you opportunities to make out, you have to take advantage of it. All four runs in that inning for Hedlund with two outs. Every run in the game, actually, they've scored with two outs. Is large again up there. Tough to throw a strike sometimes to Large coming in the box at about five foot six. The one and oh, Johnson working quickly, and this is when he can get in his rhythm with the, with the bases empty. He can get up there and get that fastball humming, but now a two and oh count to Large. Two and oh, Large probably sitting fastball here. As Braden will call time as Johnson runs one in tight. 2 0, hitters count. Large got to sit fastball here and do what he can with it if it's his pitch. A two-and-one count with one out in the fourth. The Aggies call a runner or two across as large behind on it. Sends one out of play. Foul ball right there. Brings the count to two-and-one for large. With one out here in the top of the fourth for the Aggies. Braden Large got a double and scored a run. Checked his swing. He went around. Now two and two for Braden. Well, he wanted to hang up, but I thought it was pretty obvious that he crossed the plane of the plate. Two and two with one out. Johnson shakes off the first sign. He'll come back here. And there's a call, strike three. Slider just finds the inside portion of the plate. Freezes large there for out number two. And now we have the top of the lineup back up for the Aggies as Bryce Odin steps plate with two outs. Yeah, you felt like with that two-strike call, if it was close, he was going to get it. Large kind of didn't like the check swing call as Bryce watches one outside. It's a no count. See if the Aggies can't get something going with two outs for themselves. This Bryce again takes outside. It's 5-4 Headland in the top of the fourth inning. Aggies at the plate. Road team in game one. They will be the home team. In game two, it's a 2-0 and count to the top of the order man, Bryce Oden, as he'll foul one maybe off of Weatherly, then to the backstop. Now 2-1 and one with Brady Thomas on deck. 2-0 yeah. gets that fastball just late on it. 2-1, and one. he's gone breaking ball here early in 2-1 and one counts. We'll see what he does here. Bryce Oden, 2-1. 
Another foul ball. Oh, we hit the catcher's mitt on the swing. So Bryce Oden will get a bag out of this one. He'll end up at first, and here's Brady Thomas. Yeah, Bryce gets a catcher's interference call right there as he catches a piece of the yeah. mitt of Weatherly, and now the Aggies have a runner on first, and Brady Thomas coming to the plate. Yeah, no argument for Weatherly. I thought I heard two pieces of kind of two slaps on the swing from Bryce. The Aggies catch a break and another two-out base runner. We've left three in, excuse me, four in scoring position so far this afternoon. We trail it by one. Bryce Oden will run. The pop from Weatherly, the throw too high, ends up in center field. Bryce Oden in scoring position with none other than Brady Thomas at the plate. Yeah, Bryce gets a good jump on that one. Throw would have been really close, just high, sells on him. And now the Aggies have a runner in scoring position here in the top of the fourth with two outs and Brady Thomas at the plate. Well, to the Aggies feel like we're fortunate to run and get as many bags as we have running on Weatherly. Thomas got an off-speed pitch called strike one and one. As not many catchers getting out of their stance and getting a throw off as quickly as Weatherly is behind the plate. No hold on Bryce. Thomas got another off-speed pitch now one and two. Yeah, he's had success with the slider here today. It's a really good breaking pitch. It's got a lot of life towards the end of it. One and two, wouldn't be surprised to see him go back to it. One, two, Thomas swings and misses, and the Aggies leave their fifth runner in scoring position. We will head to the bottom of the fourth. Headland with a slim 5-4 lead over the Aggies after three and a half. We'll be back. This is the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. The main complaint that I get from people is that a real estate agent didn't communicate enough with them, likely because they didn't care as much as we do. We're the real estate team that specializes in this local market. We have a reputation for putting you, the client, first. Anytime you want information on the market or you're ready to buy or sell, stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Let us find what you're looking for. Orthopedics is here. Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine welcomes back orthopedic surgeon Dr. Anthony Tropiano. From sports injuries to wear and tear as you age, Dr. Tropiano treats most types of orthopedic injuries. Dr. Tropiano is temporarily located at 120 South Aniston Avenue across from the hospital. Call today for an appointment, 256-401-4196. That's 256-401-4196 for Dr. Anthony Tropiano at Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Bottom four. It'll be Ivy, Gover, then Edwards, the seven, eight, nine in the order. Headland with five runs. So far on the scoreboard, Aggies with four. Tony Landers breaking ball nearly got Ivy on the shoulder. He's your DH for the pitcher today, Jake Johnson. Forgot to keep up with these runs, hits, and errors, did you, Caden Davidson? Yeah. The Aggies have five base hits. Didn't There's get a foul ball. Fouled out of play. Didn't get me any paper over here. 
Slip the mind. <laughs> one and one count to Logan Ivy. Sulcago led this one four to one going into the bottom of the third inning. As Landers throws one behind him, did it hit him? As Ivy's initial reaction was no, he stood in the box and then started to run. So it's a two-in-one count. I thought it was really, really close. It was, but he didn't make an initial reaction. 2-1. Landers gets a ground ball. Pops off the mound. Thomas took a tough hop there. Another ground ball that gets through, but this one's probably going to end up being a base hit for the seven-hole hitter Ivy as that one went off the top of the rubber and took a nasty hop on Brady Thomas at second. Yeah, that's a really tough play there. Brady made a really great jump to get over there, but it just ramped up that backside of the mound and takes a funny hop when it gets to him. Runner at first and no outs. Boy, you feel like the Aggies almost have to hold Headland here. In the bottom of the fourth inning in this game one, trailing 5-4. You know, he came up with four runs in one inning against Johnson. Not that you can't do it again, but you know it's going to be a tough task to pull that off once again. They'll square to bunt, looking for small ball. They won't need it. This one gets away from Combs, and this will move Ivy up 90 feet to second base. Yeah, breaking ball in the dirt there. Combs just tries to pick it, and it takes a bad hop on him instead of getting over and blocking it up as the D.H. Ivy's able to advance to second for the Headland Rams. Runner at second and no outs. The leadoff man got on, moves up 90 feet on the pass ball. This one runs inside of Gover while he's squaring the bunt. Now a 2-0 count. Yeah, Gover's trying to get this one down the third base line with Harden coming in from first. Don't want to bunt it straight to Harden and give them a give the Aggies a play at third. Corners playing in. Harden. Pickoff throw here from Landers as Thomas keeps that one from sailing into center field. A 2-0 count to Gover. Harden about 30 feet away from the plate now, playing halfway in. Logan Corbett playing in on the grass as well. We know if they had the opportunity, they were going to see if they could put some stress on this Aggie defense. 2-0 count. Pitch outside, now 3-0. 3-0, runner on second. Probably got the take sign here for Gover. Over, crowding the plate. Landers gives him ball four. Two on and no outs. Nine hole hitter Caleb Edwards up. His headland crown coming to life. Feeling a little energy here in the fourth inning. Coach Bell is going to go out and talk with Landers here in the bottom of the fourth. The infield will come in to meet coach Jeff Bell on the hill let's take a 30 second break 5-4 Headland bottom four no outs two men on base this is the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union 
pain relief starts here. Dry needling, compression ice therapy, electric stimulation, ultrasound, and good old-fashioned physical therapy. Donahue Physical Therapy has the tools and the combined 40 years of experience to help get you back to the action faster. Recover with Donahue. Gain relief and lose the pain today. Your pain relief starts here. This is Silicago baseball coach Jeff Bell. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicago High School Athletics. The home plate umpire will come up and uh, clear the mound as head coach Jeff Bell makes his way back to the Aggie dugout on the third baseline. It's a 5-4 Ram lead in the bottom of the fourth inning and threatening again. The seven and the eight hole hitters on base. Ivy at second, Gover at first. Caleb Edwards at the plate before getting back to Parker Littlefield in the top of this headland order. No hold at first. Thomas will come over, play a little at second. The pitch to Edwards. Missed outside for Landers, 1-0. Tony's just got to calm down here and find the strike zone. Not try to do too many things himself as he's had some errors behind him and it that can sometimes cause pitchers to try to do everything themselves. He just gotta get the trust back in his defense and start commanding the strike zone again. Landers misses again. Two and oh. Just below the knees of Caleb Edwards. We can't see the Aggie bullpen from here, but it looks like we've got Somebody's up. I believe it's Brandon Morgan is getting loose over there in the Aggie pen for the Aggies. Finally a called strike for Tony Landers. Two and one. Got no outs in the fourth inning. Bottom four is where we stand. It's a 5-4 Ram lead. And it is Brandon Morgan over there in the bullpen. If indeed Morgan's getting loose. Figure out how that's going to affect the Aggies in the rest of this series as Landers will spin off the mound. Now a two and one count to Edwards. The Aggies need an out. We trail it by one in the fourth. Two on. Nobody out. Here's a bunt up the third baseline. We'll make the play at first. Nobody's there. Everybody's safe. Everybody's safe. Harden was charging in. And that's one of those plays that we knew we'd see. We got runners at first and second. They put a bunt deep up the third baseline. Yeah, that's exactly where you got to put it when the first baseman's coming in. Large falls asleep a little. He doesn't get over to first base in time. Bunt's hard enough at Corbett for play at first base but nobody there for him to throw it to and now the bases are loaded here with no outs in the bottom of the fourth with the top of the lineup up for the Headland Rams. Landers able to go from the windup to 5-4 Headland lead top of the order up in Littlefield breaking ball a called strike as the bottom fell out of that one from Landers at the belt gets ahead early with the breaking ball there 0-1 the count to Littlefield the leadoff hitter for the Headland Rams.
Littlefield will call time. Landers taking his time right now. Nowhere to put Littlefield. Ivy reached, Gover reached, Edwards reached as Landers runs a pitch about two feet outside. A good save for Combs to keep it from the backstop. It's a one and one count. Yeah, going breaking ball early. Littlefield sitting on the fastball. This one misses for Tony outside, two and one. Middle infield playing deep. Thomas and Large, corners playing in. Aggies need an out. More than they need to stop another run coming across right now. 2-1, Landers called strike right at the knees of Parker Littlefield, the right fielder now 2-2. Two and two. Landers from the windup, your 2-2, fouled back. Landers 2-2 pitch, breaking ball upstairs. Littlefield sits back and fouls it into the backstop to stay alive. Was a strong gust blowing out in right field right now. 2-2, another foul ball to the backstop. As Headland probably has 100 or so students around that right field wall behind the base singer. Two-two for Landers. The pitch hit him. And it'll be a six-to-four headland lead. Landers tries to go in with that fastball two and two. Just runs a little too far inside. And now six to four is the score. And the Rams still have the bases loaded with no outs here. And the two-hole hitter, Weatherly, stepping to the plate. So you got to wonder how much longer Landers' leash is now with no outs here and six runs on the board. You also got to think about a game two and three as well. It's still early in this one. Six to four, Headland as this one's fouled up and out by the catcher, Trent Weatherly. Seems like maybe the Headland student section. He's got a copy of the lineup card. You hear the Tony Landers chants coming from the crowd, and I don't think those are from Aggie fans right now. And we knew this would be a tough place to play, a clean tough place to play. A lot of fans here in the house at Douglas Park. In Headland, Alabama, 6-4 to four Rams with no outs, bases juiced. In the bottom of the fourth inning, the Aggies led this one 4-1 to one in the third inning. Breaking ball, Tony up top. Yeah, just babied that breaking ball. Didn't get the hands or the fingers over the top of that one, and it just stays up on him to even the count at 1-1. One and 1-1 one. One, one pitch, Landers. Over the head of the batter, Trent Weatherly, now two and one. Two and one. He can't afford to give up any more free runs. He's got to come at him here and see what Weatherly can do. 
2-1 pitch, outside, 3-1, the Rams. They can feel that this could be the inning that separates them in game one. This Ram crowd ready to explode up the first baseline. The ball, fourth chance coming in, Landers, 3-1. Call strike two. Yeah, that's close. Weatherly is up, up close to the plate. Big pitch for Tony Landers, three and two, bases loaded. Walton. Seven to four, Headland. Will Combs will call time and come out to talk to his pitcher. Still no outs here with the bases loaded. A big time hitter in Mason Steele to the plate and no easier behind him as Luke Nelson. And he drove in the first three runs for the Rams in this game. One in the first and two in the third before they took a 5-4 lead after three. And now they pushed across two runs so far in the bottom of the fourth inning. Bases loaded and no outs. Here's Tony. Here's a rip up the middle. Bryce Oden charging in. One run will score. Here's another one to the plate. The throw not in time. Two runs come across. Mason still a two RBI double. Nine to four Headland in the fourth inning. Still gets a fastball over the heart of the plate. Doesn't wait to do any damage to it. Drives it right back where it came from. And Drives in two more for the Rams as the lead is now nine to four. Still with no outs. And here comes the hot hitting Nelson to the plate for the Rams. He's got two doubles already today and three RBIs. It's been a while since it felt like Headland put one in play, but that was an absolute rip from Steele. Now it's Nelson. The Aggies left a pitch that we'd want back to Nelson there in the, what, third inning with two outs. Drove in two more runs. He's in the same situation here. Runners at second and third, but no outs. 9-4 as Nelson takes a big cut. Now one and one. Gets him chased the change up in the dirt right there. Now it's one and one. One one, Nelson a rip. This time pulls it way foul. One and two. So Luke Nelson, let's see, two for two. Two for two, two doubles, three RBIs so far here for Nelson. Very rarely do you see a team have nine runs on the board with only being what? Not even a time, two times through the order really. Nelson goes down swinging. They've sent, what, 15 to the plates? No, excuse me, they were almost, not 15. They've sent about 22 to the plate with nine runs. Landers retires the hot hit Nelson on three strikes right there to get the first out of the inning here for the Aggies. That's crazy. The Aggies are about, what, two times through the order also. Going on their third. They'll be there in the fifth inning. They've had the opportunities to push more runs across than they have. but yeah, They've left, what, 
four or five in scoring position. They need to get out of this one though. Nine to four, Headland leads it in the fourth inning. They'll square to bunt, and they'll drag it, and this one's bunted back foul. Tried to lay down the squeeze there, just not able to get that ball in play as it hits and goes back into the mitt of Will Combs. Coach Birdsong will give the signs from the dugout. Pleasure to talk to before this game. It's super friendly. We do want to thank Principal Malloy and Coach Birdsong for letting us not only broadcast, but how many times do you go on the road and get a press box? Very seldom. Yo one misses up top now one and one to Trey Scott. Rams nine, Aggies four in the fourth. Four runs across so far for the Rams. Two on as this one runs up top, nearly gets Trey Scott able to bail out of the way. He had one in the first, four in the third, and then four so far in the fourth for the Rams. Aggies got all four theirs in the top of the third inning. Tony just missed three and one. Tony getting a little frustrated with a couple of the ball calls this at bat. Three and one now as he comes set with the pitch. Landers looks at third. The pitch popped up center of the infield. Braden Large calling for it at second. He'll catch it for out two. That's a big out for this team. Got to keep these two runners on second and third here with two outs. Keep the lead at five and hope to get things going in the fifth, sixth, and seventh. And try to keep Hedlund where they are as Taylor steps to the plate for Hedlund. He had a double, or a double, tried to leg it into a triple last at bat. Well, that's a favorable call for us on that pitch with Evan Taylor. Hedlund is a batter away from batting around. Taylor's the ninth batter. They led this one off with a 7-8-9. All reached to base. Here's an opposite field shot. Gets down into right. One run will score. They'll send the runner from second. This one gets away from base singer. It's 11-4 Rams. As Evan Taylor... Gets a single with two RBIs and reaches second with an error. And for basing, you're probably trying to field that one and see if you can fire it home. That's going to be tough that it's going to be charged an error from Logan. Probably would not have had a close play on that one. That was a soft hit shot that blooped down into right and opposite field. Base hit 11-4 Rams with two outs. So they have batted around. Logan Ivey, the 10th batter to the plate in the fourth inning. Ground ball to Corbett. Backhands it. It's a fair ball. Can't get a throw off as Logan Ivey will reach. Corbett, that's a tough play to a chopper down the line trying to save it. Would have been fair all the way. Bounces off the hill of the glove in the foul territory. And now two on for Bryce Gover with two outs. Tough play there, but still probably going to get charged with an error on that one. Now it's first and second. Gover back at the plate. 
as Landers misses low and out for ball number one to Gover. The 1-0 count to Bryce Gover, the second baseman. Tony Landers pushes one across, looking now one and one with two outs. You've had shooting six runs pushed across in this inning for Headland. They came into this one with a five to four lead. Tony throws ball two upstairs. He's got to be careful, got to come set, working quick here. Doesn't need to get called for a balk here. Two and one count with two outs. Here's a dribbler to large. Going to be a tough play to throw to second. Excuse me, first not in time. Gets away from Harden. One run will score on this one. That is the Aggies' seventh error in four innings. Yeah, that one had some funky spin off the bat, but he's able to get the glove on it. And it bobbles it a little bit, and then he tries to, tries to throw it over really quickly after he bobbles it, just throws it into the dugout. And Headland's able to add another run. Now they're up 12 to 4 with two more runners in scoring position. Yeah, now you're. It's a 12 to 4 ball game. Don't Excuse me. Actually, I think that's error number six for the Aggies, not seven. It's really going to depend on how the Aggie dugout is scorecarding this one. You might could make the case for seven, but I have it as six E's for the Aggies. Here through four. Headland, they put a lot of tough ones in play, but boy, the Aggies going to have to make a play. They're down by eight. You got two in scoring position for Caleb Edwards, the nine-hole hitter. Six and seven errors. That's just not something you even want to have to keep track of. A bouncer up to Combs. Keeps it from the backstop. More runs. There for Hendlin with two outs. Got to keep so these. Five of the 12 have been with two outs. Got to keep these two runners from scoring and have making to. it a 10-run game. Breaking ball for Tony. It's two and one. Because 10-run game means the Aggies will have to get one across if these two do score in that fifth inning. The good news is that you play more than one game, and I think everybody in the stands for the Aggies has all the faith in the world for these guys to fight and call to the end of this series. It's this one's now three and one. Just hasn't been the best game one for these guys. Is playing Headland, a pretty good ball team. A lot of hard hit baseballs, and that one kind of rolled up the the shirt of Braden Large. As here's a called strike two. Now three and two, and then kind of hurried after the bobbling and then threw it into the dirt. Got away from Lane. Lane's made some good plays for us over there, but he's also had a couple that would have been really hard to dig out of the dirt that got by him. 3-2, ball four. Bases are loaded. And little field played again. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Mix 106.5 is WSGN HD2, Stewartville, Silicaga, Childersburg, home of the Silicaga Aggies on the Aggie Sports Network. Back live at Headland. It's 12-4 Rams, depending on what website you look at ranked in the top five i think in almost all of them number three i believe on the aswa poll in 5a winner of this series goes on to play the winner of elmore county and hopeful 
as Tony misses low to, to Littlefield for ball number one with the bases loaded. Aggies down by eight in the fourth. Here's a chopper left side foul. Evens the count one and one with what looked to be a change up on the inside portion of that plate. Here's Landers called strike. One and two, can we get out of it here? Top of the order man, Parker Littlefield at the plate. Listen, it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, and Hedlund's gonna give it their best shot down the stretch in this game and the rest of them, but we've seen time and time again that the Aggies just are able to find some grit and play with it. And this one nearly hits Littlefield. Yeah, it looks like here later in this game, Landers has dropped his arm angle. It looks like he's, uh, Coach Bell asked him from the dugout if his arm's okay, but he's dropped his arm angle drastically. I'm not sure what's going on. Is this he... one does hit Littlefield. And that'll bring in another run. The bases were loaded. It's now 13 to four with Trent Weatherly to the plate. Coach yeah, almost, out. You almost feel for Tony out there right now. You know, we should have made some outs. He's also faced on a lot of pitches through four innings. As Coach Jeff Bell comes back out of the dugout to talk with Tony Landers. I hope Tony's okay. You're right. They did ask him, and now we're going to put in, we're going to bring the infield in to meet with Coach Bell and the rest. Are the Aggies at the pitcher's mound? Yeah, it looks like we might. Brady Thomas is going to come in for the Aggies. Yeah, Brady Thomas looks like he's taking the ball. Tony Landers can't give it up for him. Fought through some adversity in this start, but also faced a heck of a batting order. Probably going to have to Hedlund. take that wide arm sleeve off. Yeah, we're going to take a break as well. Brady Thomas, your new pitcher, 13-4 Hedlund. In the fourth inning, they'll have the bases loaded in two outs when we come back. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Let us find what you're looking for. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. The main complaint that I get from people is that a real estate agent didn't communicate enough with them, likely because they didn't care as much as we do. We're the real estate team that specializes in this local market. We have a reputation for putting you, the client, first. Anytime you want information on the market or you're ready to buy or sell, stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Let us find what you're looking for. It's okay. We understand. You couldn't turn down that rebate with dealer financing, and now you're missing the perks of financing with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the Coosa Valley's best auto loan provider. It's okay because we've been saving a spot just for you. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org, then borrowing, and click apply for a loan to start your refinance application today. Or call 256-378-5559. Option 5 to speak with a loan officer. We can't wait to hear from you. Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance through ESI. Orthopedics is here. 
Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine welcomes back orthopedic surgeon Dr. Anthony Tropiano. From sports injuries to wear and tear as you age, Dr. Tropiano treats most types of orthopedic injuries. Dr. Tropiano is temporarily located at 120 South Aniston Avenue across from the hospital. Call today for an appointment, 256-401-4196. That's 256-401-4196 for Dr. Anthony Tropiano at Coosa Valley Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. The Aggie Sports Network is built by Ace Hardware in Sylacauga. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. We're going to hope Tony Landers is okay. He was favoring that right arm. He's thrown 90-plus so far today. Brady Thomas, your new pitcher. Tony is going to have to come out of the game. Hope Landers is okay. Connor Phillips has checked in at second base. Braden Large has moved over to shortstop. The rest of this Aggie infield will stay the same outside of Brady Thomas. Now on the hill. 13-4. Aggie's down. Here's a hard hit ground ball left side. Large off his chest. The throw to first. Not in time. And that is error number seven. Yeah, Thomas comes in, gets that ground ball. And just eats him up. Now the Aggies are going to have to score at least one run in the fifth inning to not have this one end early. It's two hours into this ball game. It's been a long fourth inning. Tony Landers, you could tell that right after you mentioned the arm angle change, Coach Bell was asking if he was okay. And initially, I think he went to second and just favoring that right arm so we're going to keep an eye on Tony Landers hope he's all right but yeah I hope he is Jeremy he's been big for the Aggies all year but it was suspicious when he dropped his arm slot down into a submarine coach came out of the bell asking if he was okay he said he was but once he got moved to second he started holding it and coach Bell makes a smart decision take him out of the ball game to prevent any further injury Mason Steele back up. You mentioned Shelton State commit. Luke Nelson on deck. Bases loaded. Yeah, Steele had a hard hit. Ball up the middle. Last at bat. And he batted what? This is the 15th batter to the plate in this inning. They've scored nine runs. Thomas doesn't have a lot of work this year, but Thomas has a really good breaking ball. As he's only pitched, I think, about five innings or so. Four innings. He had... One inning going into the last time he pitched. He's up. This is his fourth inning on the year. He's got a good arm. Here's a shot in the air to right center. This ball going back, going back, and it's a grand slam. Out of the park for Mason Steele will clear the bases. And it is 18-4 Headland Rams. Every bit of that one from Mason Steele. A no-doubter from the lefty. Yeah, still got a fastball in. He's able to drive that one over the students in right field. Thomas comes with a good fastball, but still just catches a good piece of it. He's a good hitter going to the next level, and he's able to get a grand slam there for Hedlund as Nelson, the first baseman, steps back into the plate. Aggie's going to have to keep their head up because uh, you got to gain 30 minutes after this one to keep the season alive. It's a good point. They've got to realize that game one, barring a 
miraculous comeback is can't let that determine the fate of game two. You got to come back. You got to bounce back. I would imagine we'll see Christian Walker on the mound in game two. Could be Corbett. But either way, still a chance. There's two games left in this series. It's not over by any means. But they've got to keep their heads up and fight. Swing and a miss from Nelson. Struck out his last time up after driving in, what, the first three runs for Headland. And, and the thing is, they're just going to have to play a lot better defensively because this Headland team's going to put the ball in play. Ground ball to Phillips, able to knock it down. He'll pop up to his feet. He'll throw to Harden. And the Aggies get out of this inning. And we'll go to the top of the fifth. You got to score at least five to keep things alive here in Headland, Alabama in game one. Stay with us. This is the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence and Safety Award. They invite their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. Did you know Garris Pawn is the largest firearm retailer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast. Guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the new year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties, behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street, Sylacauga. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosapines Federal Credit Union, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Aggie Sports Network, official broadcast partner of Sylacauga Athletics. Top of the fifth inning, Aggies down 18-4 after a 13-run fourth for the Headland Rams. Things didn't go our way, obviously, in the fourth inning. Had a few errors, a few walks, hard-hit baseballs, and this Headland team's just so good. Can beat you in so many different ways. Here in game number one in the fifth, it'll be Aiden Cochran, Lane Harden, Will Combs. As game two set for 30 minutes after this one, and if necessary, game three tomorrow. As Cochran takes a strike outside, it's 0-1. Cochran gets a breaking ball on the outer half there for strike number one. Tried to call for time. I don't think it was granted, so it should be one and one, I believe. The pitch from Johnson. Cochran fouls it back. It's either one and two or 0 oh and two. Yep, 0-2, oh so they did give Cochran the time. It's an 0-2 oh count. Lane Harden on deck. Right, listen, you got to have a short memory in the postseason. Do you got a game coming up after this? Has Cochran a foul ball sent backwards? Yeah, they got to forget about this one. 
unless they do some magic here in the fifth. They're going to have to move on and be a lot better defensively this second game because Headland is going to put the ball in play. They'll say Cochran went around on the swing, you know. Get him swinging. So one out in the fifth. Yeah, the pitcher's going to have to be careful up there not to get too rowdy and toss as he tells the Aggies off right there. Lane Harden steps to the plate. One and oh to Lane Harden. Johnson going to work. This one's low, 2-0. and oh. to 18-4 Rams. 2-0 and oh count to the cleanup man, Lane Harden. This one's outside. Now three balls and no strikes. Johnson called strike now three and one. Will Combs on deck, followed by Omar Stamps. Boy, Omar Stamps feels like forever ago we saw him drive in a two-run double. Ball four for Lane Harden back in the third inning to give the Aggies a one lead. And that was about an hour and 15 minutes ago. Yeah, this game was moving rather quickly early, but... Errors in that fifth inning slowed it down a bit as they were able to send close to 18 batters to the plate in that bottom of the fourth, I mean. Called strike for Combs. Owen one with Lane Harden at first. Aggies must score five runs. Here's a called strike to Will. Owen two now. Connor Phillips is, see Omar Stamps is on deck. Called by Connor Phillips, the 0-2. Combs stays alive with a foul ball lifted high in the air over the backstop. Combs stays alive there on the fastball on the outer half of the plate, fouls it back. Count is 0-2 with one out here in the top of the fifth. Ball there brings the count to one and two. One and two with the one out. Pitch to Combs. Got one in on the hands for out two. Swing and a miss, and here's Omar Stamps. Jake Johnson thought he had out three. He's ready to go. He was set for game two. Here's a pitch to Stamps called strike one. And there was a moment in time in this game where the Aggies felt like we had all the momentum. It was a four to one lead after two and a half. There's Stamps taking one in the dirt. Now one and one count to Omar.
1-1. Upstairs, Weatherly wanted to throw down the first with a snap throw, but Nelson wasn't there. Two, one, stamps, a liner to short, and that'll do it. Edlin wins this one 18 to four in five innings. And game number two set for around 30 minutes from right now with the season on the line from Jeremy Law and Caden Davidson. This has been a product of Radio Alabama and Silicon Athletics. Thanks for listening. Listening to Silicaga High School Baseball, brought to you by Toyota of Silicaga on the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Silicaga, Star Physical Therapy, Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Ponder Plumbing, Ace Hardware, Southern Smiles of Silicaga, Marble City Pharmacy, Chick-fil-A, Donahue Physical Therapy, Wright Tire and Service, First Bank of Alabama, Area Real Estate, Garris Specialties, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Harvey's on Noble, call your Motors Paint and Body, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Van Zant Hardware, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, Ernie's Hot Dogs, Allen Brew Market, Alta Point Health. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.